Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Hello, hello. You guys look like you need a quest. Where are you going? To Daggerford. Yeah, that and to help with the turnt gobos. Wait, there's there's turnt gobos? <laughs> That's what the man said. Something's running towards us. You can't see that? My name is Fen, Fen Talma. I am of the Waterdeep City Guard. The Goat Riders. They're coming. I'm sorry, the goat riders? Are they riding goats? They chased me out, and they said they'd come get me for, for being a, a turncoat. Oh, well, your coat doesn't seem turned at all. While everyone's talking, Sully lets loose an arrow at one of the guards on goats. Okay. Oh, we're doing this. Okay. Your halfling friend takes the initiative quite literally. And then you hear like a jangling going on inside, like a makeshift bell of sort. Guys, I think I made a mistake. Blow my f- <laughs> uh, breath weapon like around it. What is that? It'll eat you. It'll eat me. Oh yeah, if you don't give us the information we want. And change your ways for better. What is going on out here? They're, they've come, they've got seeds. Uh, they untied me. We're trying to build build bridges here. We would like to talk with you about setting up a goblin district in this city to live harmoniously with the rest of the people coming to live here. Say, ah, thanks, man. You made a good choice. Those other two, they're very frivolous. Moot! Glim! Sully has your gold. And you look in front of you, and Bertie has tried to climb into the jam jar. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Carla Maxted. That is me, not staring into the sun, because I'm a smart one, and I play Glim. Also with me, Amy Moore. I am here. I am the sun, mm-hmm. and I play Sullivan Slight. And Tom Laird. That's me. I'm playing Moot. Whew. <laughs> not staring at shit. Nope. I don't Eyes stare. Closed, I don't stare at this. Full things. heart can't lose, right? Mm-hmm. That's the almost. saying. It's almost dead. Yep. Nope. That's the saying now. Um, who's ready for tonight? Everybody is so prepared ready for tonight. And ready. So prepared. Three out of four of us are anyway. Funny story. I made a schedule for the entire year. Sure? And we definitely didn't talk about it every single waking minute. Didn't talk about it every time we got together and was very proud of it. And then it gets to tonight. 
and I prepped for the wrong game. Wah, wah. <sighs> I mean, hopefully won't happen again. It's lesson learned. Listen to your own advice. But um, read the schedule that you read made. the schedule. <laughs> Don't just assume what you thought you put down. Read the schedule. Not when you do it for the whole year, I mean, Russ. You're, it's you're, so you far were too prepared. There was no way yeah. you could have remembered. Also, there's no way you're going to do this again because you are now planned. For, for the next, next week. Yeah. yeah. So I'm at least good for two weeks. You're ahead. Yeah. Um, but yes, we are playing Moot, Glim, and Sully tonight. And we're very excited about it. And what we're also very excited about is some of the sweet bonus content we have coming up over on Patreon, which includes a game that just Carla, Amy, and I played. We left Tom out because he was down in Mexico and didn't want to call in. He was having a good time. Yeah, but I mean, we yeah. had a good time, too. No one too. had made a year-long schedule at that point, Russ, so. We were coming to the end of the year, Tom, and it was probably still scheduled. <laughs> but you said, fuck you, Russ. I'm going to Mexico. That is when I clicked confirm on the trip. I was like, fuck yep. you, Russ. Yeah, take that, <laughs> you son of a bitch. And Carla and I were like, take us with you, please. Yeah. But uh, we have that sweet game. Uh, the Bloodlust Caverns is the game that we played. And it's a game that I prepped um, for for another table and was like, hey, this will be fun to play. Just do whatever you want. And, and we did. So oh, boy, did. did we? So did. <laughs> I said, oh, um, man, it's so... so... I can't wait to listen to it rails. again. <laughs> Almost instantly. Perfect. I'm so excited to listen to it, all produced by Russ, because let me just say, I think it may have been some of Carla and I's best it's, work It's some of our best work, ever. for sure. They weren't held back by Tom this yeah, episode, right? is what I they're saying. I yep. like an anchor around well, their necks. We weren't held back by... Anything. Anything, really. Fear of mortality. No. No, definitely not you that. Definitely leaned into that uh, one-shot mentality. Yeah. Higher level one-shot mentality. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a hoot. But there's that whole... Like Tom DMs a whole game. We're on like season three of that. Like there's so much good content over there. And when you are a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you. Like today's patron, Yahasha. Oh my goodness. Oh. Is that the best name of one of our patrons? I think it might I would be. I yell that. It's it definitely up there. Enjoy. Like that's a <gasps> joyful expression. It's a joyful name. I like it. If Thank anyone rolls a crit 20 tonight, that's what you have to yell. Yahasha. Yahasha. Oh, I love it. Oh, I like it too. Thanks okay. for being born. Thanks for being born and for being a patron. And I hope I remember. Number one, I hope I roll a crit twenty. And number two, I hope I remember to yell that in yeah. exclamatory joy when I do. You know, it's like huzzah, but but better. <laughs> Patreon.com/slash/dumbdragoncast. Go check it out. And now, fuck it. Let's play D and D. Previously, you were in Daggerford with your uh, newfound friend, Circumference, and Squire Root, who, as they bid you a fond farewell, they headed further north on their quest for finding round things. <laughs> Was that their quest? Don't know. It is now. It is now. If you, if I we thought ever... maybe they were going to look for the next biggest jar of jelly, like maybe. just going through the sweet condiment... Or maybe like Could a big be. cheese wheel. Maybe. Yeah. No, definitely round things. Okay. Definitely round things. And if they ever come back, I'm going to make them build a backstory to, to say exactly what round things they have found. Perfect. 
But you uh, set out from Daggerford and have now been on uh, on foot. There was no caravan headed your way, the way you were traveling, further down the tradeway. Odd, I know. But you've been traveling for uh, close to uh, ten days now. Stopping, camping, catching food, as you so desired. Um, And you come to a fork in the road. To the east, which is closer to the direction long-term you need to go. If you look at a map, that's a pretty far way east you need to go. Um, You uh, were told that you'll run into the city of Subar. If you go to the west, it leads you back and around to the coast and to Baldur's Gate. Is it just the three of us? It is just the three of you. Ah, fork, there's a fuck in the road. <laughs> no, I think that's no, it. No, jump, quick, perfect. jump in no, with another you character. You hear me rewinding. Jump in another character. You hear me rewinding. No, I, feel, I feel like you nailed it. <laughs> Old man walks by. I think she said, fuck, there's a fork in the Fork, there's a fuck in the road. See, what? she couldn't have that done it. I, I, I can't even fuck it up. Also, I don't know why so you want to change she. it. No, yeah, that's right. That's what he meant to say. Of course, it's exactly how Sully talks. I think you nailed it, your first line into the episode. <laughs> you young hooligans and your your profanities about roads. He keeps carrying on. But that random guy who just walks through, you know, just mocks the way that I talk and then just... Where's he going? We haven't, we haven't seen anybody in days. <laughs> <laughs> Sir... <laughs> You know we're gonna follow this random mm. NPC. <laughs> How dare you put the an worst NPC thing you in our bath? Done, Russ. Uh, mm. no. Yeah, what? Can you tell us about Subar? It's town. Mm-hmm. What do you want is to that know where about you're, it? Is that where you're going? No, no, I'm headed up to Waterdeep there. Oh, okay. What do you need to know about Subar? What's a jam situation like in Suba? Um, is that some sort of uh, some sort of innuendo? Like the f- fuck? There's a fork in the road or fork? I don't even fucking know what you said. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think she actually just means means just literal jam. Just jam. I'm, we yeah. were just in Daggerford, yeah. and there was we checked out that huge jar of jam there. A giant jar of jam. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, sure. Anything like that? So, yeah, well, I mean, Subar, it's an interesting town. Uh, What is your experience with um, scary things? Well, I've heard of some scary things. Well, there was like a witch that we met one time. And a ghost boy with only one eye? Oh, yeah, the ghost boy. That's cool. You'll fit right in in Subar. Uh, no, it's um, it's kind of a hot spot for um, uh, uh, people you don't want to mess around with. Like it's a, it's not even really a stop in town. It's there's no real big place to go. You probably want to take the shortcut down and go to El Toro or Triel instead. Well, do we have to go through Subar to get there? You 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 could you could cut through Subar, um. Do you, do you like do you like wear folk and mind flares? Hot spot for mind flares. Oh, I've never met a mind flare. Yeah, you probably don't want to meet a mind flare. What do, what do mind flares look like so we know to steer clear of them? Uh, also, is it flare 
like like the so flare. fantastic. Like look at me as and my flair. Mind flare. No, no, a mind flare. Flay F L A Y er. Flare. Mind flare. They um they have um uh, well, you know, they they wear robes and then they have kind of these tentacly octopus faces. And they they flay your mind. Mm. Mm. And Moot writes down octopus faces. Does he phonetically spell flare as well? <laughs> <laughs> he does. F-L-A-Y-R. Flare. So, I, you look like a fine young group. I wouldn't want to send you to Subar. Anybody who told you to go to Subar's probably didn't do their prep beforehand. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I'm like in the mood for adventure. I feel like you're always in that mood, Sully. I may only have three or four different moods. All I picture now is this old man just like Homer Simpsoning into the the shrubs. (laughs) Or don't go to Subar and then just vanishes. (laughs) Well, Well, I don't know. What do you guys think? Um... I mean, he makes it sound... Thank you. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no, over the Borskir Bridge, head straight across the path, and, well, there's Subar. If you take a take a right and go south and cut through some other ways, you could probably hit Il Turo. Might be better. Your call. Okay, bye. <laughs> Friends, in my mission to know myself better, I feel like I am not maybe the best judge of character in that I assume all people have the best motivations at all times. So what do you think? Was that man tricking us because Subar is actually amazing? Or was he giving us genuine terrifying advice about staying away from the scary creatures? It's it's tough to tell with the older folk because some of them genuinely, you know, have have your best interests in mind and other ones like maybe that fellow who has no friends uh, just wants to, you know, fuck with you. So who knows which way it could go? Maybe he has just prejudices against mind flayer and people who have different facial structuralities. Oh, that could be it. That's, that's a good point. I don't know, Sully. I feel like you are really like a keen student of the nature of humanoid beings. What do you think? Was he being... Truthful? Oh, jeez, man, I'm I'm not sure. I mean, I generally don't get along with the elderly population uh, for this exact reason. Is that because they have very little to lose in life now, and so they just go ahead and just say whatever the fuck they want is just generally the feeling that I got from them. So, I mean, maybe we should leave it up to fate. You hear heavy footsteps coming from the path to the west. We're about to meet everybody. We haven't seen anybody for days, but all of a sudden, we're going to meet a I lot of people I right now. I didn't say you didn't see anybody. I just said there were no caravans willing to take you that way. That we hadn't seen anyone for days, Russ. It's right, been days yourself. since we've seen anyone. Uh, you hear heavy footsteps uh, running. <sighs> excuse me. It's a burlier man, and he's out of breath from running so far. He says, excuse me, have you seen... An- have you seen an older man coming this way? By himself? Oh, yes. Did yes, he escape did. from an old folks' home? Uh, well, no. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, didn't didn't escape necessarily. Just you Had know, like goes on pass. walkabouts. Yeah, mm. yeah. And uh, 
We've been missing him for a few days. Well, he disappeared into this bush oh, over here. He yeah. just he just went that way. Oh, he he was just here. You you just missed him. Great. Where are you three headed? Well, I don't know. What do you know about Subar? Oh, don't fucking go to Subar. <laughs> Thanks for your help. I'm gonna go catch the old guy. <laughs> Okay, if one more person comes along and says it's a bad idea, we don't go to Subar. I mean, rule of three, right? That's exactly what I'm thinking. You can't ignore the rule of three. A bird mm-hmm. zips by your head. Don't go to Subar! <laughs> well, I guess, I mean, I you can't like ignore... I go to Subar. <laughs> you can, it's your call. <laughs> Never once have you actively tried to steer us away from doing something so much. Shall we take pity on him? He does help like me when should. I fall over. Yeah. So it's true. Okay. I mean, okay. I'm I'm it's, telling you not to because this is the first time I'm looking at the city, and you guys will fucking die there. Yeah, <laughs> I have a feeling. I mean, uh, well, I think call. maybe we should go to where did he say? To- well, he said Il Tyrell, or we can just go to Baldur's Gate. Yeah, we could go there. You guys want to hit the coast? Maybe do find some Find a caravan, or, maybe. And... Or find a caravan? Well, Ooh. yeah, I'm tired of walking, and I mean, Glim, I really appreciate you carrying me that last quarter mile and everything, but... How far do we know how far it is to Baldur's Gate? Uh, somebody roll a... I've traveled a bunch, I His... should know. History? Is history probably a good thing? Is there a geography yeah. roll? <laughs> Well, which would, I think would probably be oh, nature. History, no, I not got nature. a sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Where's a lame ranger when you need one in their knowledge right. of right? Um, if we said that was ten days, then it's probably ten more seven days. days. Seven days travel to get to Baldur's Gate. Probably five or six to get you to Altural. Because if if we go to Baldur's Gate, that's you know, a, a what, a week's worth of travel in the wrong direction? We need to be going east, not not west. Well, yeah, but if we get to the coast, I mean, we could board a boat and then sail up the coast, which is also it's, on it, the eastern side of the world. Is there a way to sail east if the land is to the east? You've never seen a map of the location you're going for. That's something you'd have to ask an NPC for. Well, all of our NPCs just recently on this have been very single-minded. It's true. (laughs) Really, they've only been focused on one thing. (laughs) Russ immediately closes down the map he's looking at. He's like, Amy, this isn't for you. (laughs) No, no, no. And then... I think Moot's making a good point. If we want to get east eventually so I can save the world, maybe we should try and steer that way now yeah that sounds fair so he said if we we can take a bit of a shortcut and it'll get us to il tyrol i think that probably seems like the best strategy what do you guys think well i'm here for it yeah i mean this uh subar sounds like a bad idea so let's go around well and if a bird says so you know it's bad exactly i'm sure there'll be some adventures to be had in il tyrol too i know you're itching for adventure but We'll find something.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You head off and in the direction of El Tiro. Um, you head over the Borskier Bridge. Uh, there is a bit of a trade uh, a trade settlement near the Borskier Bridge um, that you pass by. You could redirect yourself and go there. Nah, I think we want big, bigger city. Okay. Yeah, uh, try and find. We're, a caravan we're looking or for caravans and. Horses. Um, you you pass by the Borskier Bridge settlement, and um, you see you reach another um, reach another fork in the road with a big sign that says Subar this way, and then a right that leads into the fields of the dead, but says uh, El Turo this way. I feel like we're getting really mixed signals now. I mean. Subar is supposed to be very dangerous, but we have to go through the fields of the dead to get to El Tiro? Well, mm. wait, is the fields of the dead just a graveyard? Because that isn't actually that scary. Do we know about the fields of the dead? Can I history roll on this? Sure. You're more than, anybody's more than welcome to make a history roll. Love history roll. 17. Oh. Only a 12 for me. Someone knows their history. Oh, I haven't rolled yet. Hang on. (laughs) Could be huge. Sully's been around. It's a 12. Yes, high rolls know that the Fields of the Dead were once a favored battleground um, of the lands north of Kalamshan. Um, so basically, they, up to the mid 14th century, they were just littered with bones and dead soldiers. Um, and as they turned to farmland, um, plows would occasionally turn up skeletons and rusting armor and weapons and other battle. Archaeologists must have been loving this area. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why it's called the Fields of the Dead, because there are plenty of people who have died and were left there. Do I know any spooky information about it? Like, don't go through the Fields of the Dead. You'll lose your mind or you'll see the ghost of a recently deceased friend or family member um no <laughs> no didn't I, I do like the, speci- the, the, the specific, specific nature of this warning I like a good very specific warning <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah well okay so the fields of the dead sound super scary but it's just an old battlefield like now it's just kind of farmland, but I mean, these hills are for sure made on lots of dead bodies. Do you ever find when you're trying to make a decision, you, it's so hard and you just agonize, but then once you've made it, it's like a, a weight is lifted and you just want to stay that course of action? Totally. That's how I feel about Well, let's keep El going Tiro. to El Turo. 
Perfect. We go through the fields of the dead. All right. You head off and through the fields of the dead. Um, and we'll just fast forward, um, you know, a couple days into the center of the fields of the dead. There's nothing interesting. It's travel between cities. There's fields. To, there's dead. Know, there's dead. Just to be clear, <laughs> do we run into any uh, other people in these two days or just ourselves? wandering around? Sure, definitely. Any ghosts of a, you know, um, recently lost loved one? You, um, you, as you get closer to the, the physical fields of the dead, um, at, at night you, you tend to hear things that you, you can't quite explain. Um, cries or moans that carry on the winds but when when investigated you can't find anything or anyone uh, attached to the sounds so sully doesn't sleep very much this <laughs> uh, how much does sully sleep probably in like two hour intervals and is woken up by a by a noise and then you know stays awake for a little while and drifts back off. So he sleeps, but it's restless. Let's just say that. Um, okay. Okay. Good to know. Um, you travel for take it back. <laughs> another couple days and um, you do pass by some, some random people, various people kind of just passing to and from some with uh, small wagons of filled with uh, cabbages, cabbages, vegetables, mm-hmm. um, various children. Silks. They have children with them, some of them. The old cabbage wagons of Artural. Yep. <laughs> when you get to be about a day away, you're still within the, the fields of the dead proper. Um, you see up ahead of you over a hill um, what looks like an armored retinue of soldiers and clerics bearing a banner. Um, and it looks like they're, they've set up some sort of inspection point. Oh, guys, guys, look up ahead. Act sober. Act sober. Aren't you, Sully? Aren't you sober right now? It's yeah. No. Of course. Yeah. Of co- I was talking Has to Sully you guys. Been drinking this whole time. <laughs> I mean, also we're walking, so I mean, you shouldn't really be drunk in public. But I mean, it's not like we're driving a cart or something. It's not. Guys, be cool. Okay. Okay. Oh, You're right. right. You're right. Um. So you approach. Um, Coolie, though, right? Yeah, Coolie. Like, so looking cool. real cool, um, like real cash. So cool. And the lead, uh, what you can, what you assume is the lead soldier, um, she steps up to you and says, uh, where are you headed to? Oh, uh, good day. We're just going to El Tiro. Mm-hmm. And uh, what is the purpose of your travel? Well... Cut to 10 minutes later. <laughs> okay. And uh, do you have any uh, belongings you would like to declare allegiances? I mean, Bahamut, as I mentioned, I do have a prophecy. I'm I was more talking the to the, to the quiet too. Yes, dear. I got it. Well, Bahamut. Well, we, I mean, we we're have, not like, you know. We're not Bahamaniacs or anything Bahamut, like that. But, but we're with, we're with Glim we're here. We're with Glim. So. You know, we're we're doing we're helping her out with her thing, and all right, a ba a Bahamaniac, and and her cohorts. Good, good, good. Um, any any uh, dangerous goods you're you're traveling down this way? Well, we we have our weapons on us. Yes? The but the, roads... the soldier looks looks kind of 
at what you're carrying. And it's like, yeah, it's fine. Okay. That's fine. She's going to say. Um, Can I, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I'm just curious. Are you, do you serve the Lord of these lands or why are you? Or the one true Lord, Baha. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, not the one true Lord Bahamut. No, we uh, we are soldiers and and clerics from El Turo. Um, we've set up these these checkpoints and waypoints um, as kind of a. Uh, we're trying to track down certain cult members who eluded the army of Waterdeep's forces. Cult, like the cult of the dragon cult, cult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, like okay. Purple cloak wearing motherfuckers. Yes, exactly. Those purple cloak wearing individuals who have done so many wrongs. Uh, everybody make a wisdom saving throw. Oh no. Wisdom saving throw. That's oh, okay. a minus That's a tw- one. Oh no. Four. Twenty. Oh Jesus. <laughs> oh wow. All right. Fourteen. We are a well balanced group. I think We've that's what re- this says. I think that is what it says. I like it. Okay. Um, Glim, you you sense like a, a a wave of something come over you, and you notice that there's a cleric who appears to be. You can presume that they're casting something. Um, Sully, you um, you and Moot, for whatever reason, must tell the truth. Motherfucker, cast on the truth. God And damn it. the soldier looks over her shoulder and nods and says, and have you three had any dealings with the cult of the dragon recently? No, not no. not recently. I've been with these chuckleheads. Hmm. And 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 perhaps ever. Do you know of any cult travels? Uh, I don't know of any travels. I did have a run-in with them before I left home, but that was a while ago now. Interesting. Where was home? It was at our half-orc village in High Forest. Mm. Hmm. Yes, they were hit quite hard. Well, it wasn't hard. just half-orcs there. There were some humans, some full, right. uh, full-blooded full orcs, but mostly half-orcs. Yeah, we, we had a pretty good uh, group of people. We all lived in... In pretty good harmony. Tough to get half orcs and, without humans and full. Well, that's just orcs. it. But you know, yes. some people, some people don't uh, view that um, union as a very positive thing. But there was no judgment at uh, in in our village, which was which was fantastic. Till those it, cult guys showed up. No judgment here, my brother. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Sully. And 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 Sora, you said you didn't have any dealings with the cult. Well, not recently, but I mean, in the past, for sure. I mean, they did kidnap me that one time, um, but I got free and I ran. Um, but then I um, was kidnapped again in the A forest. A lot of kidnappings oh, for God. this one. Yeah. Well, I think it might be my size, man. I'm easily portable or something. Uh, but anyway, and then I woke up in a jail in, what was that? Always winter? Never winter? Forever Always winter? winter. Ne- never, never winter. Never winter. Woke city. up in a jail cell and never winter saying that I assaulted, allegedly assaulted, another guard. And, um, which was completely false claims considering that. So you were released because the evidence found you free? Well, absolutely. They they had nothing, nothing to stick on me. Which. I mean, I, I say, well, they would have found that no evidence would stick on me, um, but I completely broke, broke <laughs> that prison. Yeah, I broke out. 
I broke out. I escaped the prison. <clears throat> um, and now, though, I find myself here. Have I ever once assaulted anybody that uh, was no. not a monster not, that was attacking us? Yeah. Not that didn't have it coming. Thank you. And something was weird with that warden of that jail. She was clearly setting Sully up for oh something. Oh, my goodness. She, they And they had some bad dealings going on. You know what? The warden of that jail had some mis, uh, mm. had some mixins in with the Cult of the Dragon. Some mixins. <laughs> like what you put in with ice cream. <laughs> What's ice cream? You haven't had ice cream. You were in Neverwinter and they you never had ice cream. Uh, I, they do not give the inmates... Uh, sweet it, treats. That doesn't really sound like a jail kind of thing. <laughs> I would not. Maybe I would not have left had they given me some of this um, ice cream. Uh, okay. Good to know. All right. Well, you are free to pass through. Cool. Thanks. Sally starts walking. So if we do, just out of curiosity, if we do see some people, some cult people, is there like a, do you guys have like a home office or is it just all roving field reporters? Like what's, who do we talk to? Uh, well, there are many people in the field, so to speak. If you see anybody between here and El Turel, you're more than welcome to uh, go speak to the uh, Lord's Guard. Um, and what's your name so we can tell them that you suggested we go talk to them? Shana. Shana. Wow, it's not where I expected that to go with the ch initial starting sound. <laughs> right, Shayna, see you around. <laughs> Sully's a ways off. Do you have a description of the cult members? I assume they're not still going to be wearing their purple robes. And no, no, um, it's tough to tell them as we have these set up. There's some who are peculiar. She kind of looks over to Sully. <laughs> Um, Sully looks back. I'm not a cult member. But watching them long enough, they tend to reveal themselves quite quickly. Ah, they're flashes. I see. Aren't you gone yet? They're flashes. <laughs> <laughs> For someone who's far away, you've got excellent hearing. You know what? Sully does have really good hearing. Did I feel I? like it's been established before. <laughs> I was going to say, have I not already established that in a backstory somewhere? Um, I, and she leans into you, Glim, and, uh, Moot, I don't know if you've walked off to Sully or not, but... Uh, kind of halfway in between. Okay. Um, she says, just, I don't know, how, how long have you been with these, these two? Oh, well, for a while. Um, I mean, they're part of my destiny, so... Right, yes, we went trio. over the destiny, yes. Yes, sorry. yes, so they're part of that whole thing, so... They're definitely the good guys. Keep an eye on the small one. That's all I say. Someone might check in with you once you reach El Turo. Never mind about it. It's nothing to be worried. Someone might um, ask a few more questions. Well, I love answering questions. And she waves you, waves you through and goes on to the next group uh, that was patiently waiting for the last 20 minutes as you discussed all of this. We're in the middle now. Thanks for being here. Hopefully Welcome to the peanut butter. We'll have some peanut butter for you. 
What if there's people who are allergic? Right? Welcome we'll to have the... sunflower butter for you. Yeah, some sort of oh, all right. yeah. Mix it up seed a little butter. bit. Yeah, we can. You got a seed? We'll make butter out of it. Let's move on from that. Statement. <laughs> yeah. Let's keep going. My Let's goodness, just keep rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, do you know who can name things better than Russ? Like all the time, seed butter. Our patrons. Our patrons can oh. do that. Oh, that's true. Yes, thank oh, God man. for them. Right? They make up names that don't even start with G. You guys, like, are there even names that it? don't start with G? There was a name that started with a G, and sure, it was a playoff of one of my characters. But sure, it was. Was it Grandson? <laughs> um, but yes, recently we've done, it's been a little while since we've done this little update here and I said I was going to try and be better with it, but I'm not because I'm not. You are, you're this doing it right now. Terrible. You're doing, doing it right, it right now. now. Our patrons make up names and give us items in show and then we use those in show. Um, so at the in world tier, which is $15 a month, you can submit a, a character or an NPC uh, that is involved in the story. Uh, you can create a magic item, uh, magic or mundane item. You can just give them a paperclip. That's totally cool, too. <laughs> On board for it. I'll Give bu- me I'll a paperclip. Build- Don't tell me what it's for. Watch me freak out about it for 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> yes, mm. please. Um, and you can contribute to a random NPC list. All that and then everything else uh, in previous tiers, which is a whole bunch of exclusive bonus content. But some people who have recently given us names are Fen Talma, which is the uh, goblin you met when you were with David and Tiffany with the oh, turnt yes, gobbles. Yeah. One of the turnt the, gobbles. No, yeah. the non-turnt gobbo. Uh, that was the one from the Waterdeep mm-hmm. Guard who the gave you the rundown. The one who's just turned it all yeah. around for himself. Sure. Yeah. Um, so that was provided by Fen the Goblin. Well, thank you, Fen the That's Goblin. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Um, another name. These are ones that Carla has brought to life. So thank you, Carla. Um, Lipsinky. Um, Pip Diggins was provided by Devin Michaels. Thanks, Devin. My life wouldn't be complete without Lipsinky. Yeah. Um, and they were always supposed to be kind of a pippy long-stocking thing, which they turned into. So that was great. Perfect. She was um, real fun. Then most recently, uh, Lex or Beefy Boy or No Name or That whole Granger list of names I or... had at the beginning. Yeah, I can't uh, list them all. One of which was Lee because... Oh. Because Lee Henderson provided um, what I put down originally as a Frankenstein character, which Lex kind of is. Kind of is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, there are plenty more names coming on the way. And if you would like to submit a name or an item or a paperclip to the show, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. And that tier specifically is at the $15 a month tier. But if you can't give quite that much, we have a whole ton of extra amazing bonus content, plus some more great stuff, including a special uh, bonus one shot that uh, Carla and Amy played with me specifically and not oh, Tom. I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear it. It's going to be so good. Hoot. We've been talking this one up a little bit. It's going to be coming out uh, hopefully by Friday. If not, then Saturday for sure. Um, But that'll be hitting Patreon for patrons this week. So thank you to everybody. Yes. Thank you for for enriching. Thank you for enriching 
our podcast with your ideas. Yes, because your ideas are more often than not better than than my ideas. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of this episode. You carry on your way and it's, uh, you know, you make it to El Toro uh, by kind of dusk and you reach the city. It is a city that lies as soon as you kind of crest over the hills of the of the heartlands that you uh, find yourselves in. It's on a river and there is a, um, a main hold, a main keep uh, that looks like it's in the center of the town. The, the city in and of itself sprawls pretty far. Like it's a reasonably large city from what anybody remembers from their history check. Like it's a city of close to 30,000 people. It was uh, previously evacuated due to the cult following, but it looks like many people have uh, begun returning to El Toro. Hey guys, I don't want to stay here very long. I don't like the initial interrogation and the poking and prodding into my own personal stuff. Well, that's fair, but I do understand. I mean, this whole city was was almost destroyed and the cult really took over. And so they're just, you know, trying to be protective. But you're my friend and I want to be protective of you. So you're right. We probably shouldn't stay too long. They seem suspicious of you a little. Well, yeah. And I mean, like, normally I would have, like, really protected my own personal, like, feelings and, and history and stuff because I don't think that kind of stuff matters. Um, but I just, like, sp- I spilled the freaking beans, man. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Didn't seem like the... You're not usually so forthcoming to strangers. You make it into the city, and it's uh, largely, primarily humans in this city. Um, You walk past a few as it's getting to be a little bit after dusk, and nobody really looks um, too concerned at any of you walking into town. So what what are you looking for in town? Probably something to eat and drink place to sleep and then continue on yeah sure. probably you walk through town a little ways um you make it to a bit of a busier portion of town as you get further in um and you make it to a, a tavern and the tavern is called not a library <laughs> what a weird name i peeked through a window uh, yeah this looks like a this looks like a bar you guys this is so a, na- a weird but accurate name. Yeah, I mean, is it clever or anything? Am I missing something? Maybe it used to be a library and they want, they got sick oh. of all those bookworms coming oh. in asking sure. for, for recommendations when all they wanted to do was sell mead? Yeah, maybe. Do you... Well, let, let's go in. Want to not go into the library? Not, uh, oh no. I mean, I like normal libraries, so I'm sure this will be great, too. Uh, you, you, uh, one of you heads into not a library, the tavern in front of you. And it's not bustling. Um, there are a few people who are uh, enjoying a, a meal and a few drinks. Um, and uh, many tables that are open. Uh, there is a, a human male standing behind the tavern, or, or standing standing. T- <laughs> Taking a pee in the alleyway. Yeah. There is a human male standing behind the bar, and he notices you come in and says, Ah, travelers, what can I get you? I'll like take some a- answers about your name. Well, I'm I- not a library. 
Uh, well, you know, we were a library. Oh, so you were right. They were oh. a library. Yeah. I guess it's a very clever name. Um, and then we're not a library now, you know. So it seemed like a good fix. I'll have a meat and, um, got anything, like, quick and convenient to eat? I'm starving and I, I don't want to wait. Well, you know, we've been uh, we've been trying to bring in some uh, some different delicacies here to not a library. Uh, can I interest you in some? Um, let me see what uh, what the chef has whipped up tonight. And he says, uh, marinated artichoke seasoned with caper and chicory, and served on a bed of wild mushroom rice. Fuck yeah, bud! Thank you. Mm. That sounds delicious. Mm. Uh, um, do you have anything media too? Like, uh, well, we have uh, the second thing he put down here is potatoes. Potatoes of all oh. sizes. Okay. Grab a, grab a oh. giant potato bowl for potato soup with a side of roasted potatoes. So it seems like he ran out of um, meat. Really, he well, really used up all of his yeah, all culinary the inspiration ec- on yeah. the first dish. Really yeah. came out with yeah the marinated artichokes, which um, you know, uh, we, not a lot of meat today apparently. What you know? Butcher come to day. Coast. What day is it? Uh, butcher day's tomorrow. Well, that's fine. I will take the first delicious option. Marinated artichokes seasoned with caper and chicory and served with a bed of wild rice. Takes a long time to write down. I'm just going to write down artichokes. Mm. Yeah, I'll have that too. Do you guys want to share a potato? Yeah, let's Yeah, uh, let's bring just us your biggest a, potato. Get the big potato. <laughs> get a potato get, for the table. Get, <laughs> get the biggest potato right. you have. Good, good. You're the first people to order the potatoes. It's got oh, an exclamation mark oh, it has, on it. Oh, it has an exclamation yes. mark. I'd like yeah. to potato. Yeah, he shows you the menu, and there definitely is an exclamation That's mark aggressive. right after that. Yeah, well, you know. Um, it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I almost said a G name. Uh, I was just going to say. Ferret. Ferret is a um, <laughs> is an excellent chef. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. He's going backwards, folks. He's going backwards. situation totally, on our hands. It's totally a rat. Ferret this is a rip-off ratatouille. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, uh, and what's your name, fine sir? Uh, or madam. I can't remember what he is. I am a sir. Oh, I am yeah, a okay. sir. Yes, yes. I don't like to she, presume. He never likes to assume. Yep. Uh, uh, my name is Mon. Hey, Mon. Why is it so funny? <laughs> well, it's kind of like man. But, but it's Mon. M-O-N, not M-A-N. I know. I just think you're so cool, Mon. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you three have walked into my, uh, not a library tonight, and he kind of mumbles hey, to himself. Hold on a second. I got a question. Thanks, Mom. Is, is there any vacancy over at Not an Inn? Not an Inn closed down a few a few uh, years ago. Oh, well, that's too bad. Okay. What about the one beside it? We are an Inn. Yep. They definitely have vacancies. Okay. That's great. I just, you guys are all connected here along this like little strip, so well, I just kind of thought I'd ask. Yeah. Not many travelers through right now. You know, we're not up to full capacity, so I'm sure we are an Inn uh, would have uh, many places for you to stay. Cool. Thanks, Mon. He walks back into the kitchen. Guys, can I just say I'm super excited about the potato for the table? <gasps> Me too. I'm so curious. I mean, the artichokes sound delicious. Sure. But like, yeah. If that is your first option, and then they're going to bring something else, like this potato is probably going to be amazing well that's right? what i'm thinking plus the exclamation mark oh my that's goodness. what sold it for me i'm wondering if it's cooked or not i guess we're gonna find out he didn't I mean, he really could, say he might just scream potato from the back and then just throw one at us you don't know i guess i guess everyone be ready i was born ready 
a few moments Johnny later. Potatoes fly at our head. <laughs> Out of the back, I'm ready my action. Rocket. <laughs> It's magic missile potatoes. That's what it is. They surely hit you. Mon comes back. Ah, hold on. Magic missile potatoes. They'll hit the spot. <laughs> write it down. Somebody write it down. Amy doesn't write Merch? during these. Shirt? Sa- save Merch? it. Shirt? Save it for NPC interaction. Now it's just a thing you said. I'm sorry, but sometimes there, it, it doesn't come up. And if you don't say it, then like two seconds later, you're like, oh, what was I going to say? When Mon brings it over, edit all this out, I'll say, hey, have you thought about, and then I'll give him the idea. And then we can add it as merch shirt. Merch Merch and or shirt. I would wear a t-shirt that said that. (laughs) No one would know what it meant, but I would, and it would make me happy. (laughs) The not a library. Yes, I would maybe also like not a library on a shirt. Um... Mon comes out uh, with um, several plates, balancing them on his arms, um, and he lays them down, and it's the plates of, uh, of artichokes for those who ordered them. I think it was everybody, but... Um, and then there was the potato for the table. He says, I'll bring, I'll bring the potatoes... Potatoes! Back, momentarily. Enjoy your artichokes, seasoned with caper and chicory and served on a bed of wild mushroom rice. Hey, 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 Mon. If something just occurred to me. Okay. Um, I used to be a nameologist, and I'm just saying, like, uh, potatoes, exclamation marks, really good. But what if you name them Magic Missile Potatoes? Ah. They'll hit the spot. Oh. Just think about it. I just like it. something I'm marinating on. It's, it's good. Um, you haven't tried them yet. Well, I just buy the yeah. smell of them from the back is all I can assume is that it tastes real good. Perfect. I will go, I will go fetch the potatoes. Magic missile, perhaps. We'll see. I'll talk to Ferret about it. See what see what they think. Um, oh, really gonna have to mull this one over. Okay, I'll be back. You dive into your. And as he's walking away, I scream after him. Mull it over. A new name for your in in house. Um. Wine? Mulled yes, wine? Yes, your mulled yes. wine. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. Halfling friend. Your past as a nameologist is really seeming to pay off well, here. Well, it's just kind of... skills. They named just like this. you're so fast with them coming to you. I know. Uh, he comes back with several plates and bowls. Oh, my. He lays the plates, in each individual down in front of you and uh, gives you each a bowl and says, I shall return. There's no potatoes yet. Hey. Sorry, there's no potatoes yet, or there's no potatoes, potatoes yet. It's <laughs> me saying oh? it, but yes, you're right. There's no <laughs> potatoes yet. He uh, goes into the back, and you hear uh, some grunting and heavy lifting. And he comes out, and he's carrying a big pot, and has a big plate like this wide on top of his head. He's very, very talented with balancing things, obviously. And he pulls up the big, the big bowl of potato soup and puts it down in the middle of the table and lays the the platter of various types of potatoes, some baked whole, uh, some cut up, cubed raw, some various herbed, smoked, some in spiral twists, others mashed. And he says, potatoes! <laughs> Sully claps his hands. I am so relieved we just got one for the table. Oh my goodness, what if we all ordered potatoes? What if we all ordered, oh my. 
Oh. It is a lot of food. This looks amazing. Yes, I was perhaps attempted to uh, revise the menu. Paper paper is very expensive uh, these days. But now that we have magic missile potatoes to think about, uh, it gives us gives us uh, time to think about actually revising. I mean, that's really a brand you can you can hook onto. Well, and this is amazing. But you might want to think about your portion size. What what's wrong with the portion size? Well, nothing. But I mean, if you want to really like turn a profit here, you could you could give at least half the amount of food that you've given here and people will be so super satisfied with it. But if a dish is called potatoes and it comes out and has small amounts of potatoes, less yelly. But a large variety of potatoes? There is a large varietal of potatoes. I'm happy with what I have, miss. I was just thinking about your bottom Mm, dollar. Thank you. Thank you. More to mull over like the wine. That's right. Mull it over. He brings you your meads and says, Well, I've got new life goals to think about here. I'll leave you to it. Thanks, Mon. Anytime. Your your names were? Through a mouthful of mashed potatoes, <laughs> I say, Holly. Holly. And I spit potatoes everywhere. Shully. Shully. Okay, got it. Moot and, and over here. I'm Glim. Moot and Glim... And Shully got it. And he goes back behind the bar to speak with some other patrons. Wow, Sully, you're really... Have you ever been a business consultant? I know you've had a lot of jobs, and it doesn't really sound like the kind of job you would have had, but you're giving him a lot of great advice. A lot advice. of great ideas. Well, you know, I, I, I worked for some time um, as a musician. Um, oh. Which is just when you are, you give ideas to other people, like you are oh, the yeah, source yeah, yeah. of their, of their inspiration. Uh, <laughs> Carla likes this one. I like <laughs> um, and so I, I think that might be where this is coming from, you know, like I got a lot of really good ideas, but, um, you know, sometimes I just hold them all in. Have you thought about, you know, like writing these all down as as the inspiration strikes? Well, you know, I'm not really great with a pen and paper. I didn't really go to some uh, any formal educational institution. Uh, but every time I blow one out, if you want to write it down for me, moot, we could be a team. I mean, I've already been doing that. Oh. So I'll just continue doing that. Well, yeah, because why great. double up the effort? Well, see, like I already wrote down musician here. Well, have you never heard of that job? Uh, I've, yeah, I've heard of that job just in a different way. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely different spelling. <laughs> it's with the T I O N. You finish up your meals, and um, Mon comes over and says, uh, "Can I get you anything else? You've given me so much. What can I give to you? Do you need more mead?" Do you need more food? Are you headed over to the We Are an Inn? Well, I certainly don't need any more food. Oh my gosh, no, I don't think I... I, You guys are going to have to roll me out of here. You did finish off all of the potatoes, so it seems to be a good portion size for perhaps a family or a traveling trio. Oh, definitely. I like this Mm. whole family style, like you serve yourself off the Mm -hmm. platter thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you feel it? But maybe mention that to people when they order it. That perhaps it's to feed more than one person. Mm-hmm. Good to know. I love this place. I think you're doing a great job Thank here you. at Not a Library. Thank you. 
Um, so just the bill then? Yes, please. Yes. Yes, just the bill. Thank you. And can we talk to you about a room, or is that something that we have to go across the way? You must go to We Are an Inn. Uh, They deal with all of their own bookings over there. Oh, okay. Um, You can tell them that Mon sent you, and perhaps a referral rate uh, will be be implemented. Um, He lays the the bill down on the table and says, uh, take your time. I have this card. It's Room Frequent Flyer Miles. I don't know what this is. (laughs) It's legit, and I put it back in my pocket. How much is the bill? It just says thanks for the heads up, and it's free. <laughs> no. Wow! Oh no. 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 Um, it is seven gold. Oh, a, I feel like that's, that's a, a lot of potatoes. That's a pricey I feel meal. Like I, we could buy swords for that. I feel, also feel like we've purchased weapons for less. <laughs> But you know what? They're just getting their economy started again. So it's you know, true. it's true. Uh, who reaches to pay the bill? Uh, Sully starts rummaging around for his sack of gold. Like, well, I know I got it here somewhere. I just, uh, yeah, he's taking like, like a little like a too long. Time. I know. Yeah. I know you're joking, and, and that's Sully. But you don't find your sack of gold, guys. Guys. Yeah, I didn't have my gold. What do you mean you don't have your gold? Well, I had. A you s- always have your gold. Why, well, and sometimes other people's gold. Uh, I yeah. Did she ever give us our gold? Sorry, did he ever give us our gold after our last adventure? He when gave he- it to Sully. Yeah, I know. Circumference gave yeah. five hundred gold to Sully. We didn't. We did never Sully ever give it to us. We never talked about it. Okay, well, I guess probably probably not I lost it. Oh my gosh, you guys! There was a lot of gold in there. We have to retrace our steps. Um, I've got a beautiful mind palace, this thing. We got to see, like, maybe we should, and I'm not big on this, but alert the authorities. Um, you reach into one final pocket and you, you feel something kind of sticky. And you pull your hand back out and there's some jam on your hand and a note. And the note says, Thanks for Goblin Place. Oh, my God. It says, thanks for Goblin Place. All misspelled. And their spelling is, well, I assume that it's not very good. Again, with the formal education, uh, I, I, I try to slide the note over, but instead it kind of like rolls up <laughs> into like a little cylinder because it's so sticky and I just am kind of so like, sticky. oh, no. I can't believe those turnt gobbos stole our well, money. Well, they were turnt, so, you know. I can believe it. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Money. I'm just surprised right. that Sully let it happen. Well, Me too. Do you think, I mean, they pickpocketed you. Well, not entirely. They, they, well, they jam-pocketed you, at least. Well, they jam-pocketed I thought, you. you know, I was talking with one of them gobbo girls, and I thought, you know, we were hitting it off, and she was getting a little fresh, and uh, apparently it wasn't my cute bum she was looking to pinch. It was my pennies. I guess that doesn't make sense. Well, pennies. not <laughs> just your cute bum. So, not just your uh, cute bum. Glim or Moot, you guys got this one? I'm so sorry. I I lost our money. I mean, it's okay. It's not ideal, but it's okay. 
So do we have any money? I think we did have money to start with at some point. We don't normally deal with money in this game. This no is a fun new done. thing we're doing. I'll save you time. I'll pay for it. You both reach into where you normally keep your money and find notes covered in jam. Thanks for a goblin place. Oh. Those gobos. They stole all of our money. Yeah. Those turned little so-and-sos. Gosh. Intro and extra music Long Road Ahead is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music, sound effects, and ambience can be found at epidemicsound.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Christian Brown, Devin Michaels, Cat Waterflame, and Jacob Madden. To become a patron, visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you get exclusive content, including an entire exclusive campaign, Dungeons Downtime episodes, early access to our new show Facing Fate, as well as a whole slew of other amazing bonus exclusive content. Visit patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast to check it out today. Well, I think Flint might be... No. Oh, not no, here. I think no. Flint might not be here. <laughs> and if he were, though, this is what he'd say. <laughs> Whatever you girls want to do. That's what he'd say. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Way to make us all sound like we're doing a bad Jamaican accent every time. <laughs> uh, so Chef is ferret. <laughs> and... Uh, the bar is not a library. <laughs> These notes are going to make no sense. I'm gonna, I realize I'm writing this down and I'm going to be like, tavern, not a library. <laughs> Chef, ferret. I'm going to be like, Real weird what? game of Mad Libs going on here. <laughs> That's right. You're welcome, by the way. I saw you about to random name Jimmy. I'm like, no. no, no, no I appreciate no, that. It's not to, a library. Feel free to jump in whenever you want. I like to help build the world. Yes, please do. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is fun. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Broadcasting, this is Roger Bergato Fisher, communications, something, moon base, wherever. You guys can sort out the next thing. I need to get the rover checked and loaded. Jung, on it, boss. Excuse me? If communication still makes a difference at this point in the plot, if we can keep this base or this moon together long enough to be a thing. I changed my direction. I worked my way down. I took those scraps, the bits they'd forgotten about or thrown away, and I built my own place. Still inside, but within the shadows. All my thoughts, my hopes, all of my heart is on a makeshift rocket hurtling towards us with the most precious of cargo. We'll definitely deserve a celebration. Not like yours. You and your boy down there? I hope he's got a private room waiting. It'll be enough to be close again. Ah, meu amado. 
When I have Alex back in my arms, maybe then I can think about resistance. We've kept the corporations at arm's length longer than most. Well, whatever you're building, here or wherever, I'm in. Any way we can help. It feels like we're approaching the closing stage of this journey. The final stop. But either way, it's been one hell of a story. And either way, it ends with Alex. Moonbase Theta Out, the final season. Broadcasting on your podcast feeds starting August 14th. For early access, join us at patreon.com slash monkeymanproductions. Moonbase Theta, out.